Welcome back to C3. I'm your host, Colin. And I'm Jordan. Grab a cocktail and have a seat while we talk about some crime and our crippling depression. You're going to hit him with the one-two book on my shoe. <laughs> if you're not on MG TikTok, you need to be on MG TikTok. Shine, 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 shine. shine, shine. shine, shine. She's a... <laughs> World famous rapper, and that's all you need to know. She has three beats, and it's fire. <laughs> um, shit, I just remembered I need to show you that song, oh Cody, whatever we're done. <laughs> but, I can't wait. So we are, well, I guess, what's giving you crippling depression today, Jordan? Um, what's giving me crippling depression is this banana pudding shot that I took from Colin's freezer. It was very icy, so when I swallowed it, it was just like hot alcohol, but then chili pudding. Mm-hmm. So it was a good combo. But otherwise, I'm doing pretty great this week. Honestly, I'm excited. I got Monday off, so period. Gonna live, laugh, love this three day weekend again, baby. What about you? Um, for me, it's because I don't know if you've heard of the fucking writers and actors strike that's going on right now. Yeah, <laughs> I support them, sigh. and I'm all for it. I'm just sad about all the shit that's gonna get pushed back, including the Wicked movie, because they had ten days of filming left and now have paused indefinitely. Oh yikes. I do want to say, are we still going to see Barbie next week? Yes. Period. Are and we going to watch Oppenheimer after, or Oppenheimer, however you pronounce it? I don't even know what that is or why everybody's It's about World War II. No. Ugh. Whatever. Wrong I'll bitch. go by myself. <laughs> Such a whore. Whatever. I'm going to invite Tom. Okay. I'm going to make Tom, Tom hang out with me. You invite him. Me and my brother are going to be fucking me. dabbing it up in the fucking Oppenheimer <laughs> with the real nuclear bomb going off. I'm not a war movie person i am i think barbie's actually gonna be like fucked up and i kind of love it i'm oh, excited, I'm excited for as it fuck. um i haven't want, seen any spoilers so me either i'm me avoiding it but i do know that the album hits already so might as well i know like, Ooh, i might again. have to look up the album so i went to i had to drop my boyfriend off at the airport the other day and you know, my friend destiny went to the world market and there's a wine that i picked up it's like a peach bellini uh jordan can try and read the brand the original Giuseppe Caprini Bellini, the famous Harry's Bar, 1931. Amen. Either way. It's fucking delicious. Absolutely. My friend Destiny used to go there and just buy fucking hundreds of dollars worth of it. And for 5.1 fluid ounces, it's only 104 calories. So that's a fucking steal if you ask me. And the shit's good as fuck. Like, I wish I had bought three bottles. But they're $20 a bottle now. So it's a little expensive. They're scamming. They're not telling you how many servings are in the bottle because their mom's a whore. (laughs) But it's fine. Whatever, Giuseppe. Yeah, so we are doing Jordan's favorite topic this week. Oh, how excited I am. I may have purposely understood and also misunderstood the assignment at the same time, so I wasn't uncomfortable while I talk, so we'll just take it that way. You know, I understood the assignment, but it's our show, so we can misunderstand or purposefully understand any assignment we want. She is going to go first, though. Get ready, bitches, because I got a fucking story. So... This story originally takes place in Milwaukee, and it is of a love affair. So get ready for some twists, turns, and some crazy shit, bitch. Oh, yeah. This is maybe another Mad Lib story, but not really. I'm going to be covering Dolly Ostrich and her teen lover. She was the wife of a wealthy apron manufacturer, Fred. He was a strong-headed, hard-drinking businessman, and Dolly was a pretty former factory employee. When did she get kidnapped by her twin? In a little bit. Wait. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but she had a way more positive attitude. So, you know, how they say like different people and opposites attract. So for a while, they were doing fucking solid until the unexpected death of their only child caused a rift between them. So unfortunately, there was some demise, but, you know, they worked through it or tried to. And on one autumn day in 1913, Dolly found that her sewing machine wasn't working. So she called Fred and let him know 
and he promised to send over a repaired man. The young man that showed up to fix it was 17-year-old Otto Son- Sonneber. I should have looked up how to pronounce his last name, so I'm going to butcher where it. this is going. Yeah, right? Dolly must have figured that Fred would send Otto over because she knew that he worked for Fred. When Otto arrived, he was met by Dolly wearing only a robe and stockings. What are and you doing, step repair man? Yeah. And this began their affair that would last a decade. A decade? A decade. Oh, my God. They were indiscreet, and before long, Fred discovered the affair. And when she was confronted by her husband, she vowed to end the relationship, but she had a better idea. Instead of never talking to him again and leaving her husband, she opted to keep both men in her life. She convinced Otto to quit his job and move into the attic of the home that she shared with her husband. Cue the girls just want to have fun. Yes. Each morning, once Fred left for the factory, Otto would emerge from his hiding space in the attic. The pair would complete her household chores and spend the remainder of their time fucking in their fucking bed. So this is completely unrelated to any of this, but me saying cue the girls just want to have fun made me think of when we lived at my old house in Myrtlewood Mm -hmm. and one of the pipes burst and there was just water (laughs) pouring down in the fucking living room. My brother took a video and he actually went out into the kitchen and was just like, Siri, play my heart, we'll go on. And then it just started blasting. Honestly, iconic. I love that. To get... The That's the only way to, to do it. Flooding, absolutely. That is the only way to deal with that situation. But back to the case. Um, just before Fred was due to return home, Otto would scramble back into the attic, which contained only a cot, a bucket, and a shit ton of books to help him pass the time while Dolly played the dutiful wife role to her husband. So this man was just like in the dark up there with a little attic window. Mm-hmm. When I post photos on Instagram, I'll do one of the house. There was like this little side roof right underneath the attic. So like he could technically like sit on the side, but then he would be caught by other people. So he was just up in the attic hanging out. To mm. no for me. For years. Fred sensed that something was happening in the house and he couldn't put his fucking finger on it, which would piss me off. And he was starting to feel really unsettled. Probably like saging the place once a week. Like, Literally like, fuck, why is there something off? Get out of here. Yeah. So he started noticing that food is disappearing from their fridge, the mysterious noises coming from the attic, and Dolly just reassured Fred that nothing was amiss, and she convinced him that it was an over, an overactive imagination, which was made worse by his overindulgence in alcohol and too much stress for running the company. I heard gaslighting him, so she's cheating and gaslighting. Yes. Was he like a bad husband or anything? And It's not reported that he was bad. He was just, he drank a lot and was headstrong, but... Mm. Up until their child passing, there was no problems. And afterwards, there's really no coverage of it other than what she says later. Yeah, and it just got... Yeah, she just... Hard between them. Yeah. Gotcha. You know? So, while the trio shared the home, Fred had no fucking idea until 1918 when he opened a West Coast factory and decided to relocate to Los Angeles. Dolly agreed to move as long as their new house had an attic. Very fucking specific request. I would have had red flags flag in. The house was purchased and Otto went in advance of the movers building himself an attic hideaway... And making himself, like, super secretive before the couple moved in their home. So, the night of August 22nd, 1922, Fred Ostrich was shot and killed in his living room. And what really happened continues to be a debate. But it is certain that he was shot three times by a .25 caliber pistol. And Fred laid in a pool of his own blood from a bullet hole in his head and two to his chest. Dolly and Otto devised a plan to make it look as if intruders broke into the home and murdered him. Otto locked Dolly in the second floor closet, turning a lock from the outside. And she would later claim to police that she was pushed. She was pushed in. <laughs> later claimed to the police that she was pushed into the closet while she was hanging a, fern- hanging a fur coat that she had worn that evening. 
The investigation continued and the LAPD thought it was suspicious that nothing from the home was fucking taken. So there was no motive to the murder. So at this time, the story begins to unravel and Dolly is arrested on July 12th, 1923. While she's in jail, she asks her attorney to buy groceries for her seemingly empty home. It was then that she revealed that Otto was living in the attic and instructed the attorney to tap twice on the attic door to let Otto know it was safe to come out of hiding. She eventually dropped her story of the unknown assailants and told the police the night of the murder she and Fred had argued, Otto overheard, and he was scared that he would hurt Dolly, so he rushed out of the attic to defend her and shot Fred. I would put my money on she just straight up told him. I think that's really what happened, but you know. Because why else, yeah. Why else would he do that when he wasn't even known about, Mm. unless he was getting like, I want to fucking leave, I'm tired of fucking you in the attic Mm. and in your bed. Yeah, I I would say she put him up to it. For sure. Um, So this fucking revelation stunned the fucking authorities. They were like, what the fuck? Which, how are you not checking the fucking attic? Number one, but whatever. Not even a little bit. It is the 1920s, so understandable police did suck. But the husband, like, you think he would have gone up there once, like... Is there well, pictures he would of the hide in, He would hide in there. I think there's or, actually photos of it, but he would, like, hide. Like, it wasn't, like, if you were to look at the attic, it wasn't like he had, like, a fucking bedspread and shit. Like, he had a little bed and some fucking books. Like, that's all he had up there. Mm. And a place to piss and shit in until this he could come like, down. If he looked hard enough, hard he enough, probably would have found like, him. Yeah. But and I, I feel don't like know. after several years of the bullshit, I would have been like, all right, what the Well, fuck? I mean, if you are... Th- I mean, he was drinking heavily, so he probably That's could be like, too. you know what? You are right. It's yeah, probably me being fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anywho, this fucking stunned the authorities, and it made front page news across the country. Um, Otto was dubbed Batboy by the media, which I think is very funny, because it makes me think of Batman and Robin, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Dolly was just painted as this lusty, um, femme fatal, and with an insatiable sex drive, that she began an affair with both her attorney, Herman Shapiro, and Roy Klum, after Fred's murder, only solidifies her reputation as a black widow. So she started them fucking her fucking attorneys. So she's really going through it. She's living her best life. And is Otto in jail at this point or just... Mm-mm. After years of headlines and many indictments, Dolly is just left a very wealthy woman and no one serves time in jail for the murder of Fred. Excuse me. Yep. So there's little left of Fred's time. The Oestrus Manufacturing Company long shut its doors and the home the trio shared is now on what is South 16th Street, and it's been raised like it's not there anymore. And the silver remaining evidence of the family is at the grave of Fred and Dolly's only child, Raymond, buried in 1910, just shy of his 10th birthday. That's sad. Poor baby. So the lone headstone is only tangible remnant of a story that was so scandalous that history won't let it be forgotten. So just fucking crazy. Like, he was just hanging up there forever. Especially 10 fucking years. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was 17 when they first started having sex. just, like, I just can't imagine. Like, that's a whole fucking child. Satisfying. Life to live. Yeah. I mean, but I can see it. He was, he was, like, a poor boy. You know what I mean? And Mm. he was going to be, like, okay, I'll live in this attic. I can have sex with this rich woman. And I can have, like, food and never have to work or anything. Mm -hmm. I can see it being appealing to a 17-year-old, but when you get to 27 at the time of Fred's murder, like, you're fucking over it. Also, for me, it's like, what do you do? Because if you don't have internet and shit, but it was the 1920s. Yeah, it was the time when you didn't have internet. They didn't have internet, so they had things that they could do. Probably would have had a fucking charge as AirPods, (laughs) like, until you didn't fucking make a noise. But yeah, so I purposely misunderstood, but also understood the assignment. No, I feel like that fits. The thank category. you. I did very good, didn't it's I? It's just less creepy because yep. you didn't mm-hmm, want it to be creepy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did very good. Thank it's you. It's okay. Don't worry. I Pat will upset everybody. All right. Let me chug this wine and let's get started. 
period. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to be doing the case of Brittany and James Campbell. And this is going to be short and sweet because it's just very straight to the point. I love this. This is what Thank happened. You. And Thank you. It is what this it is. This is what is. I so, needed. Short and sweet. In 2019, Brittany and James Campbell, they had gone on vacation with their children. And when they arrived home, they discovered two things. One, there was a bicycle pulled up to the front of the house. They're like, what the fuck's that about? And then when James tried to open the door to get into the house, there was a man leaning against it, not letting them in. And he said to them, this isn't your house. Oh, I know the story. Yeah, it's not It's not good. So then uh, James had his wife call the police. And as she was doing that, he went to go grab a sledgehammer. And then upon entering the house, he saw that the man was wearing his clothes and the man was 23-year-old Ezekiel Zayas. He had been peering out the window at them as well. And then, so at first glance, it just kind of looked like a regular frogging case. And, like, he just kind of happened to get in there while they were on vacation. Yeah. And then it kind of quickly became clear that that was not at all the case. He had been living with them for months unseen. And there was, the house was trashed. There was... Pots and pans stacked on top of each other everywhere. The living room was destroyed. Their bedroom was a mess. And apparently they also found bodily fluids all over the furniture and everything. And Sir, there was a bathroom. Yeah, I don't understand. Probably at least two. And then, so I read an article and listened to a podcast episode on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they each said a different thing. So they had found a computer. And one was that it was... The family's old laptop, mm-hmm. and the other story was that it was just straight up his laptop. Yeah. I don't know which one is for sure there, but when they opened the laptop, they found a document that was entitled The Omnivore Trials, A Rehabilitation for Rat-Like People, and it was a manifesto that this man had written. Huh? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, clearly off Rat-like his fucking people? rocker. Mm-hmm. And I guess that explains them shitting on everything. I guess so. Well, so, it was about... The family, though, because this is all notes about the yeah, family. Yeah, that's so and fucking weird. Because he had plans for them. So there were knives out next what? to the computer. Oh, yes. yeah, I was going to kill him. And um, in the document, there were plans to complete surgeries on the family that included sexual reconstruction and oh my God. hand transplant. Ugh. Not sure how the fuck he was planning on doing all that. And then he wrote that he could make them the perfect family. It's the, like the motherfucker from Nightmare Before Christmas, that crazy, yes. like little surgeon that Sally has to take care mm-hmm. of. And Brittany, while she was going through the computer, also found a video of this man naked uh, in one of her chairs. Uh, and he had also written in there about Brittany's fertility treatments. Oh, my God. Like, so he knew personal information. So this man had been there for a while and listening in on all their conversations. Oh, my fucking God. I wonder if he was planning on, like, sexually assaulting her, like, trying to knock her up, too, if he was Probably. on track with her fertility. He definitely was going to do some fucked up shit regardless had yeah. this gone on any longer. Um, they did oh recall God. moments of stuff going missing or getting moved while they were on the house. Yeah, I know. And a moment of the dog barking, and it seemed pretty scared, and they were just confused. They, which often happens in frogging cases, just thought that there was actually a ghost in the house or something mm-hmm. like that. So he was he was charged with robbery, but was given supervised release. Now, normally, let's say I just break into a grocery store, grab something, and leave. Okay, I understand the getting released on supervised visits, but with this type he had of thing, a manifesto. he was there for months and was like clearly planning on killing these people. Why yeah, the fuck what the did he fuck? get released? But and he knows where they live. He obviously got in somehow. He will get in again. Yes, he'll go. And just, he's going to do it somewhere else, even if it's not this place. Oh my fucking God. So, like I just said, he was arrested shortly after that, 
uh, for vandalizing a Buddhist temple. This was all in Hawaii. I don't know if I said that. No, but then, thank God he got arrested for that. Sorry mm-hmm. to the temple, but thank oh, God yeah. he got fucking and arrested. In 2020, whilst in prison, he was charged with first and second degree robbery and murder. Why, what the fuck? Yeah, why murder? Because he murdered a inmate while he was in there. And then he was deemed unfit and is now currently at Hawaii State Hospital. Oh, my fucking God. Well, hopefully he gets, like, fucking mental help, but is never let loose. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what even the husband was saying in the news thing, was that this is someone who clearly needs mental help, but they should not be released. to see due process and not yeah. be released because they were scared. I guess that's they, fucking moved, terrible. they moved What if out he decides to not take his meds and yeah, shit and find them again? Yeah, he knows the, their names and their info. The families had trouble moving on, so they moved. And yeah, that's understandable as fuck. Mm-hmm. This is why fresh air is for dead people. Always keep your windows locked. Fucking always lock your door behind you as soon as you fucking come into the house and as mm-hmm. soon as you leave. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And what is it? This is why, because I said a couple cases ago where like, if you're planning on doing first degree murder and you either a don't succeed or b don't get to try you should still get charged with that because you were fucking planning it anyways yeah you had the full intent you just didn't fucking succeed or you didn't get a chance yeah so like but you meant that shit or at the very least like put in jail for a while oh for sure yeah i just but not you can get released on supervised fucking bail like Mm -hmm. what the fuck absolutely not Go off, King. Yeah, sorry, this is actually a quite the short episode, but our cases were both pretty straight to the point. There wasn't like, a, oh my God, who did this? It was, this is it. Yeah, you I know. was not Hers trying is kind to of bullshit live about too, that. Because someone should have gone to jail. Oh yeah, for sure. But you know, 1920s rich white people. They didn't give a fuck. What boat. can you do? Yeah. So if you enjoyed the show, we have a Patreon. There's three tiers. First tier is a dollar. You get bonus content episodes where... Jordan covers something either creepy or just odd because the leather man wasn't creepy. He was just... He was a little odd just man. A, just a little legend. And uh, she also occasionally covers cryptids. I'm going to do mostly cryptids. If I can find something scary, I'm going to. For $5 a month, we think we're going to do baddies at episode reviews, which could be fun. I think it'll be a good time. We're going to workshop that. And then for $15 a month, you'll gain access to both of those things as well as you get to an entire episode's yours. You can pick topic case whatever your little heart desires mm-hmm. and jordan our instagram i can't ever remember is c dot three podcast and it has links to all the di- well our podbean and our podbean is a free website and a free app that you can listen to the podcast on and it also has links to all the different places that you can listen to it i also have the email linked on there in case there's any corrections anything that you want to recommend to have us better the show so go ahead I still have not gotten an email. Yeah, I know. So my so friend, I'm hurt. My friend Sam, she actually is listening to it right now. And she was on like episode 15 the other day. And she messaged me. She's like, so I have a question. I was like, all right, hit me with it. And she's like, so you know how they're about to be lab growing chicken meat and stuff like yeah. that? So they don't have to like actually farm animals. And I was like, yeah, why? She's like, what if they use cancer cells because they grow so fast? And I was like. Because she was listening to the Henrietta yeah. Lacks episode. And I was like, well, then it would be human meat, not chicken. And she's like, no, not her cells, but like just cancer cells in general. I was like, no, honey, the, the whole point in the episode was that her cells grow were growing that fast and were the only ones like that. And that's why they were so important. Yes. She did her best. Now, other cancer cells do do that. Mm-hmm. But hers are the staple because she's the original cell. Yeah. Her line is the main line they still use. Because they can't just take that shit from anybody nowadays now. No, they can't. And they basically already have claim on hers, which is still bullshit. And it makes me mad when I think about it. Yeah, I want to fist fight somebody. 
Yeah. Yeah. So she was concerned, but I informed her that I don't think that would. You be should the case. still be concerned, but <laughs> go off. Yeah. And that's on murder. Period.